This article, Old Earth or Young Earth Belief, Which Belief is the Recent Aberration, by Don Batten, from creation.com, is a free MP3 audio resource produced by Stillwater's Revival Books. SWRB is online at puritandownloads.com. This article is copyrighted by Creation Ministries International, CMI, and is read by permission. The author of this article is Don Batten, and the reader is W.J. Mencaro. Visit Creation Ministries International at creation.com for a massive collection of outstanding free online creationist resources, videos, articles, etc. At Stillwater's Revival Books, we also highly recommend CMI's professionally produced magazines, The Creation Magazine and The Journal of Creation. CMI speakers also visit churches all over the United States and the world to communicate the importance of the creation issue and the overall authority of Scripture at a lay level, and CMI does not charge a set speaking fee. If you are interested in having a CMI speaker at your church, please visit the Contact Us page on creation.com for details of your local office. We at Stillwater's Revival Books also make thousands of free Christian resources available online at puritandownloads.com. At puritandownloads.com, you will also find our complete online catalog containing classic and contemporary Christian books, digital downloads, MP3s, videos, books, and the Puritan hard drive at great discounts. And now to SWRB's reading of Old Earth or Young Earth Belief, Which Belief is the Recent Aberration by Don Batten, remembering that God teaches us in the Bible that, quote, the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, unquote. And that is Romans chapter 1, verse 20, King James Version. Creation Ministries International takes the stand that the creation is thousands of years old based on straightforward acceptance of the chronology in Genesis. Churchian critics accept the billions of years touted today and claim that the young earth view is a recent invention of Protestant fundamentalist churches. They claim that various church fathers or other ancient authorities wrote things that suggested they did not hold a young earth view. However, such claims about the Church Fathers and Reformers have been shown to be wrong. For instance, in the rebuttal to the long-ager Hugh Ross by Mark Van Bieber and Paul Taylor, it's vital to analyze what the scholars of the past actually said instead of what people claim they said. Sometimes a non-specific statement from them about creation is misinterpreted as claiming that they didn't have a position on the days and time frame. This is obviously the fallacy of arguing from science. It's worse when clear statements about the creation days and time frame are ignored in favor of non-specific ones. The correct practice is to interpret the non-specific passages by the specific ones. Note that by the same methodology, hundreds of years in the future someone could find articles by every CMI writer that are not specific on days or the time frame and, by ignoring their clear statements elsewhere, claim that we don't have any position on these issues. Even Augustine cannot remotely be used in support of the old earth beliefs, even though he allegorized the days of creation and lots of other passages. After all, he was no Hebrew scholar. He tried to compress the days into an instant, which is diametrically opposite to what long-agers claim. 
Furthermore, when ancient chronologies are researched, we find that many cultures, not just those based directly on the Bible, attest to an age for the creation of thousands of years. It seems that no serious scholar believed in the old earth fashion of today. It is very much a modernist invention. The following comes from Young's Analytical Concordance to the Holy Bible, first published in 1879. Under Creation, Young listed dates of creation, compiled by a Dr. William Hales, who was an expert in chronology. None of them give a date for creation of more than 9,000 years ago. Note that dates of creation dates from various non-Christian, non-Jewish sources, India, Egypt, China, pre-Christian Greece, Babylonia, etc., all testify to an age of thousands of years. Furthermore, both Catholic and Protestant scholars agreed on this issue. It seems that no serious chronologist believed in an old earth. Many of the scholars listed in the table of this article on the website, which is creation.com slash old-earth-or-young-earth-belief, made the chronology of the world a lifelong study involving meticulous cross-matching of ancient records, many of which are not available to us today. These scholars did not obtain these dates by throwing dice. It is only the arrogance of modern man that dismisses this tradition of careful scholarship. We must underline again the importance of this issue. The old earth advocates accept the recently fashionable claim that the earth is billions of years old. This age is based on radioactive dating. The same dating puts the age of fossilized dead animals at up to hundreds of millions of years before people appeared on the scene. These fossils show evidence of violence and suffering. Cancer and arthritis can be seen in the fossils, for example. So in the old earth schemes, this death and suffering was going on when God created Adam and Eve and pronounced everything as very good, Genesis 1.31. Hardly. The Bible clearly teaches that the bad things came into being when Adam and Eve rejected the rule of the Creator over them, and the curse of death came into effect. See Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, Romans chapter 8, verses 20 through 22, etc. And because of this true history of the world, Jesus, the last Adam, came into the world to die for the sinful descendants of Adam. See Romans chapter 5, verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 21 and 22, and verse 45. In short, all attempts to marry the Bible with the old earth view actually undermine the gospel. This is a quote from Young's Analytical Concordance of the Holy Bible, first published in 1879. This quote is from the 8th edition, published in 1939, the entry under creation. Quote, Dr. Hales, in his work entitled A New Analysis of Chronology and Geography, History and Prophecy, Volume 1, page 210, published in 1830, remarks, and quoting Dr. Hales, quote, In every system of chronology, sacred and profane, the two grand areas of the creation of the world and the nativity of Christ have been usually adopted as standards by reference to which all subordinate epochs, eras, and periods have been adjusted, unquote, from Dr. Hales. Continuing to quote Young's Concordance, he gives a list of 120 dates, commencing B.C. 6984 and terminating B.C. 3616, to which this event has been assigned by different authorities, and he admits that it might be swelled to 300. He places it at B.C. 5411. 
The date commonly adopted is B.C. 4004, being that of Usher, Spanheim, Calmet, Blair, etc., and the one used in the English Bible, that is the King James Version. Unquote. Basil was Bishop of Caesarea Mazaka, Cappadocia, from A.D. 370 to 379. He argued strongly against various heresies of the Church of that day and was one of the great defenders of the doctrine of the Trinity. He also established charitable institutions, hospitals and schools, and organized famine relief. Basil was greatly admired and respected and was called Basil the Great. Basil is one of the Church Fathers that some have claimed did not believe in a historical genesis. However, in a series of sermons on the days of creation, the Hexameron, or six days, Basil showed that he believed in an instantaneous and recent creation. Quote, in order that we might learn that the world came into existence at the timeless moment when God willed it, it was said, in the beginning God created, which other interpreters express more clearly by these words, God made everything together, that is to say, at one time, and in a short time. So there was evening and there was morning. This is to be understood as the duration of one day and one night, unquote, from Basil. He believed that the days of Genesis were 24-hour days, quote, and there was evening and there was morning, one day. Why did the author not say the first day, but one day? He wished to determine the measure of a day and night, fitting together the night-day time scale. In fact, 24 hours are the duration of a day, obviously comprising the night as well, so that even if the day or night is longer or shorter at different seasons of the year, yet the total time spell is always the same, one day. It is as if Moses had said, 24 hours is the measure of a day, unquote. Basil also believed that the order of events in Genesis 1, days 1 to 6, are as it happened. For example, he indicated that plants were created before the sun. Evolutionary ideas are contrary to scripture. The creation was originally very good and completely lacking in evil. The words are to be understood by their plain meaning, not allegorized, and to interpret scripture otherwise is to put ourselves above God, the Holy Spirit, who inspired its writing. In his writings, Basil countered various heresies, and it is clear that in his day, just as today, there was a strong link between allegorizing Genesis and all manner of strange interpretations of the rest of scripture. <laughs>